0: Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Twitch Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Woo! Times two, as the very first comment says. Uh, what can you say about back-to-back shutout wins? A couple of pretty dominant performances by the Philadelphia Flyers. 39 shots on goal yesterday. Won the shot differential by quite a bit. 38-28 today. They win 60% of the face-offs. I mean... Uh, another another really good performance from a team that is uh, far superior to their opponent. Jack Eichel, back in the lineup for the Sabres today, doesn't seem to have made that much of a difference. Um, uh, this is what you need to see. This team needs to be winning these games. Uh, they need to be beating up on these inferior opponents. They're doing exactly what I expected, which is... You know, that's no small feat. We've seen this team in the past play down to its competition. They are not doing that right now. They're coming out and taking care of business, and it's what they absolutely need to do. Uh, And now I really want to see it continue against Pittsburgh and then against Washington as well. Uh, They've beaten up on the Rangers. They shut out Buffalo twice, uh, 3-0 both times. Carter Hart, nice little bounce-back game. Uh, Wasn't tested a ton. But he made the saves he made. This needed to make. It's not like he had 18 shots. He faced 28. Uh, there were some high quality ones in there. Uh, a few bad shots, maybe one off the post. But uh, you got to get lucky to be good, especially in net. And he was today, absolutely very good for the Flyers. Happy with what I'm seeing. Uh, I, I I don't want to keep banging the drum because I've said it so many times. But nothing matters until they play the until they play the Bruins again. As long as they stay healthy ish. And as long as they keep doing what they're supposed to do, and that's, like, beat these teams that they're better than, which they did today, again, excellent, nothing matters till they play Boston again. But uh, it's it's awesome to get these wins. It's awesome to bank these points uh, marching towards the postseason. Hopefully, uh, you know... they would lead the division by points percentage. So as they get more games in hand, hopefully the uh, their place in the standings matches how well they've been playing against everybody. But the uh, Bruins, I think they're 11-1-1 against not Boston now. Um, it's impossible to believe that their only regulation loss to not Boston was a 6-1 loss to these Sabres. Like, oof, what had to happen for that thing to happen? All right, let's get started here. I don't have a ton. Like I said yesterday, this is... um. This is a series of games that I just expect them to play well in and expect them to win. I'm encouraged and I'm happy when I'm watching it, uh, when I see it, but uh, it's it's what they're supposed to do. Now, doing what you're supposed to do, very important. It's how you end up with a one or two seed. It's how you end up with home ice for a round or two or three in the playoffs, you know? So it's, it's very important, but it's what I expect them to do. Uh, so let's get to you. Let's get to what everyone else thought about today's game. Scroll up, get the older comments, uh Carter Hart was outstanding. He worked for that shutout, oh certainly, I mean there were some there were some high pressure moments it's he, he was he wasn't under duress all day. They win the shot battle 38 thirty eight twenty eight but they did take a few too many penalties today and twenty eight shots, nothing to sneeze at. I love nothing to sneeze at, like people intentionally sneeze at things to blow i whatever uh <laughs> I say this shit, and then I'm like, no, that's stupid. let me say something else. Um, yeah, he, he absolutely did that one. I think it was Oposo in the slot, all alone. Hart was down and, you know, it hit him, but that's like half a goaltending is being in the right place to get hit with the puck. So, uh, he was, he absolutely worked for this one and played very well. He needs to play well. He needs to get his confidence up. I mean, just yesterday we were talking and it's not even so much about Hart. Hart hasn't been great to start this year, but I think he's been better than his numbers. Um, but we I I said yesterday, at what point do you think maybe it becomes at least more Elliot's net, or if not like he's getting over half the starts? And it's it's games like today that restore my confidence in Hart. Like I always said, long term, I think Carter Hart's gonna be fine. It's just it's also about winning this year. And if he's just having a bad year and Elliot's having a good year, you know, how do you balance it? Well, it looks like maybe Carter Hart could be bouncing back. Uh, and it starts with the shutout, his first of the season today. Uh, he needed that shutout badly. I think so. I think for his confidence, uh, for the team's confidence in front of him, uh, just for momentum of uh, momentum of his play, of the team's play, knowing that when they do the right things, the guy behind them will do the right things. Knowing that if he does the right things in front of him, they will score and they will kind of keep him clean. He didn't face thirty-seven shots; they faced thirty. He faced twenty-eight. Like I think. It it, it goes hand in hand. His confidence in the team in front of him, the team in front of him's confidence in him, uh, and I think both held up their end today. That second period was incredible. It was. What was the final what was the uh shot count for that second period i didn't see what it ultimately ended up being 21 12 so buffalo did end up having uh did um, end up having a few more shots than i thought but 21 i mean shit a couple of weeks ago we would take 21 in a game <laughs> you know <laughs> they've been held under 20 shots a couple of times this year 21 in the second that's uh that's it says all you need to say about that period they did what they had to do Hall isn't that good. Makes me more pissed. G got snubbed for Hart. Yeah, I mean, Hall had a hell of a year. It was just kind of, he was the only good player on a team that didn't deserve to make the playoffs, but did. So it was like, well, it must he must get the heart. Like he he had like seventy percent of their points or something. Like it was is some absurd number. Like that. I don't think it was seventy, but it was something absolutely absurd. Drew absolutely got snubbed in my mind. Drew won the heart trophy that year. I know it doesn't even matter what I think, but in the end, nothing matters. You know, it, it's all bullshit, and then you die. So it, to me, Drew was the MVP that year. Jake with a low key fantastic game. I thought everyone. Just kind of was really good today. I know there's something about Faraby further down in the comments. He's he's really putting his stamp on this season. He's winning physical battles. He's uh, displaying his skill. He's not just a scorer. He's setting other guys up. Uh, it's it's really, man. Faraby might end up being Ron Hextall's best draft pick, and there there are some good ones to pick from. Like if if Limblom gets back to the level he was at, and like that's you know. So many extenuating circumstances. Limblom, just saying, like, Oscar, an NHL player of any kind in the fifth round is a hell of a pick. Uh, But, you know, Oscar looked like maybe he was a little special. Um, He could be getting back to that level now. But, you know, Carter Hart in the second, obviously of great pick. But Joel Farabee might might end up being the best pick of the Hextall era. Oh, yeah, there it is. Farabee looks so good on that line. Yeah. Uh, bring on the pens yes bring on the pens listen it's a great rivalry and i love playing against the penguins uh, but i especially love it now when i just expect to beat them because i think the flyers are considerably better how great it feels to have two great goalies after years of having none that and that's what we talked about yesterday when i was like oh there's a goalie controversy it's actually like the good kind because both of them can play it's not like a goalie controversy. Like I don't know who's going to go in, throw a dart. Everyone sucks. Uh, it's it's like they actually have two good guys to put in there. Uh, and if it's it's going to have to be pretty close to fifty fifty the rest of the way. Like I, I looked at the game games remaining last night. It's like I think now thirty eight games and like sixty or in like seventy. It's it's some ridiculous number It's like a game every other day From now until the end of time They have I think two days off in a row Two times for the rest of the season Maybe three Maybe one really close to the end of the year But they don't have two days off in a row again Until like the end of April So it's a really uh, They're going to need both goalies You know Playing at a high level I know it's Buffalo, but Hart needed that. Yeah, I mean, we all... See, looking, l- or looking. Listen, you know, the Flyers have three shutouts this year. They're all against Buffalo. It's They're kind of just considerably better than them, you know. Um, but you still have to go out and play the games and win, and they did. So, good stuff. Great weekend wins, absolutely. Here's Listen, I don't care how bad the teams are. You know, they could come out and shit the bed, and then I'd be furious. Because there's nothing I hate more than, like, putting apart, you know, putting aside a portion of my day and then just being disgusted with what I see out there. And the last two days, the exact opposite. I am elated with what I'm seeing. Although I don't blame him, Eichel looks like Dubois and Columbus at times. Yeah, I can't even... Bl- yeah, I don't even know what to make of Jack Eichel. I know he's awesome. It's just a poorly run franchise. I have no idea what to make of Jack Eichel, because he's... Yeah. Farabee is the real deal. He certainly looks like it, man. I I, I must agree. Um, I wasn't... You know, you never know what to make of... Uh, a guy, rookie year, doesn't blow you away, but looks solid. Uh, comes out and starts scoring this year. It's really, really exciting. Like I said, he might end up being the best pick of the Hextall era. And he is a player this team badly needs. They need a just one more, like, guy entering his prime. Like, they need a guy this age who can do this. He's really exactly what this offense needs to, like reach the level it's supposed to, and I know I've said that about certain guys, you know, the way Nolan Patrick needs to slot in at 3C, well, maybe not with Scott Lawton now, but just the idea they needed someone to take the reins of that 3C role and be, like, productive in it, and, um, they also needed one more top six winger to, like, really be that level, not playing at that, you know, playing on that line, but maybe not producing at that level, but good enough, no, he's actually good enough to be there and producing at the right level. It's very exciting to think this is just the very beginning of Joel Faraby. Got to start somewhere, and TK is out of COVID protocol now, too. Yeah, it sounds like TK's going to play against Pittsburgh. Uh, That's cool. Interested to see who comes out of the lineup. I assume it'll be Connor Bunneman. Maybe uh, Nolan Patrick slots in as the 4C. We'll see how that all uh, works out, but it's it's nice to have the full team back and hopefully they can just keep it rolling. And hopefully TK comes back and looks like TK. That's what they really need from him uh, is it's a, he's had some time off, clear his head. Obviously he's been dealing with, you know, more than just hockey if he was in COVID protocol this long. Uh, But if he can just come back and get to what he's supposed to be, get to what he was last regular season before the playoffs, before this slump, before the COVID break, like, Just BTK again, man. We know how good you are. Show it again. How much stock do we put into this win? We should win these games, and the team seems to be clicking, but Buffalo is just abysmal. Well, that's... Listen, nothing really matters until they play Boston again. However, they need to make that the case. Like, they absolutely have to win these games. I said on the show last week, I want a 750 points percentage in the 20 games between the outdoor game and the next time they play Boston. That's what I want is a 750 points percentage because they should win that many. Um, but like I said at the top, this team in the past has played, and all teams to some level, sometimes play down to their level of competition. Right now they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, and they're doing it at both ends, back-to-back shutouts, um, you know, winning the shot battle, winning the time of possession. It's it, can, How much stock can you put in it? Like, is this, oh yeah, they're going to win the cup now. No, because Buffalo is abysmal. But in order to be in position to have a chance to win the cup, they have to win these games. They can't just piss them away, and so far they haven't. That's good. Faraby is the future. Faraby is the future and right now. Like, he's killing it right at this moment. Sweden here. These early games are a godsend. That's awesome. Uh welcome Sweden. For the first time in what seems like a decade, the Flyers are beating up on sub-500 teams and it feels fucking great. Yeah, man, 11-1 and 1 against not Boston. That's that's what you got to see against. That's what you got to see against these teams that they are better than. They're doing it and it is it it, it It gives me confidence going forward that they're as good as I think they are. Not because, like, you know, you're beating up on bad teams, okay. But the fact that they know what their level is and they're capable of getting to it against a team where the motivation maybe is a little internal. You have to motivate yourself because it's not like you're out there in a dogfight. Um so I, I think that's important as well that they're getting up for these games. They're playing well early in these games. Uh, yeah, the penalty today kind of uh, was it the brawn um, uh, delay a game puck over the glass penalty. It kind of slowed them down a little to start, but like yesterday they just came out firing from the very first shift. And that being self-motivated early against these opponents, I think is a good sign. It's like a different team the past two games. Good to see. And I'd even say the Rangers. Like, the Rangers, the score was closer than it should have been, but I thought the game itself played out like the Flyers kind of beat the shit out of them. It was just some pucks got behind the goaltender, and that happens sometimes. And you're going to lose some games uh, where you outplay the other team just because the puck gets behind the goaltender a little too often. But as long as we're seeing the process is good, and I'm seeing the process is good right now, really hard to complain. Like, you guys know me. I'll come in here and complain my ass off, even after wins. Early in this season, we were doing these post-games, and like, I felt like an a-hole because you know, the Flyers just won, and I'm in here going, yeah, but, you know, and I'm not, yeah, butting right now. I just think they're doing what they need to do. Uh, this Buffalo team looks like a total disaster compared to the one that beat the Flyers 6-1. They were still a ton of fun to watch. Uh, they were still a ton of fun to watch for the Flyers. Oh, and that's that's the other thing about beating up on these bad teams, it just makes you feel good. Like, it makes me feel good. I'm sitting here watching them going, oh, look at this passing. Like, it's it's like a, it's, it's a nice scrimmage for them. Provorov and Jake had uh, quietly fantastic games. I thought Provorov was all over the place today. I, I, it, did he ever leave the ice? Like, what was his TOI today? Uh where you at kid? Uh Provy 2457. So 25 minutes for Provorov. Uh, 4 minutes shorthanded. Uh, they hold Buffalo's power play to 0 for 3. Like yeah, I thought Provorov was everywhere today. just go to Cars.com. It's magical. I honestly feel bad for Eichel. How much longer until he publicly asks for a trade out of Buffalo? Listen, he took the money. You know what it is when you sign a long-term contract. But, of course, uh, it, it might not be very long until he kind of sours on them and they go, well, what the fuck are we paying you for? If we suck this bad with you, like, what's the difference? We might as well trade you, you know? Uh, so it, it it might not be all that long. Jeru was cursed. How does that, net, that not go down? Jeru uh, will be fine. <laughs> Thoughts on Patrick being the only forward without a shot on goal today? Uh, you know, they were... I thought he was fine today. Like, I don't... If he had shot it, like, he was fine. I don't really have thoughts on it. First time in franchise history with back-to-back road shutouts. Man, I am interested to see how home-road splits go when uh, when fans do come back. JVR is a magician tipping it like he's got a VIP service, uh, VIP bar service. Like that was, I I saw it happen and I like, I was just sitting there watching with Ava and I was like, I don't fully understand the physics of what just happened like i need to see several replays of this and jvr's on a mission man he's he's I, as a guy who defended jvr i'm blown away by how well he's playing i didn't think he'd be able to play these type of minutes uh, in this spot and again like you know now we're up against buffalo but he's just doing his job it's it's awesome a goal scorer scoring goals consistently who would have thunk it Coots looked good today. His play is rubbing off on Farabee for sure. And that's kind of one of the things they love about Farabee is, like, they can put him... He's not just a one-dimensional player. He's not just a scoring winger. Uh, We're seeing him setting up goals. We're seeing him make good decisions in the neutral zone. And we're seeing him away from the puck. We're seeing him on the penalty kill. He's a good two-way player who can also score. This kid might end up being, like, a star star. Like, he could be all-star caliber player for this team which I didn't know if that's what they were getting when they drafted him but it's exciting sandheim has been rock solid as of late I love just I love seeing sandheim uh, assert himself on offense join the rush uh, try to spring uh, try to spring an outlet pass uh, run those give and goes because when he's doing that I know he's playing well defensively because he's confident enough to do it. And you saw it today with some takeaways, uh, some good back checks. He's he's been really good. I've been very impressed with Sandheim for for a couple of weeks now, honestly. I I, I criticized him on, like, one postgame. Or maybe it was just a BSH radio. Not even criticized, just was like, I wish he was a little bit better. And I feel like ever since then, he's been on the let's make him look like an asshole tour, which... Awesome. I'll look like an asshole if my players play well. Sounds great. At the start of the season, who would have predicted JVR, Faraby, and Ghost would be making such an impact? I mean, JVR is a very good player. Uh, He's playing better than I've ever seen him, but... I expected him to score a ton of goals this year because he usually scores a ton of goals. Farabee, you never know with young guys when they're actually going to break out, when they're really ready to take on more responsibility, take a next step. It's awesome he's doing it in his sophomore season and early. And Ghost is the real surprise. Just didn't know, just didn't know what he had left. Didn't know what the coach thought of him, what the franchise thought, because it's a totally different organization now. I mean, yeah, there's still some guys hanging around, but the people making decisions, namely the GM and the head coach, never had good gossip. spare. They've only known the guy who's, like, in and out of the lineup a couple of times last year, you know? Um, I, I, so I'm happy he got the opportunity, and I'm really happy he's taking advantage of it because it's such a difference maker having four guys who can play in your top four. Like man it was questionable to start this season what they were gonna do on defense and they still need to go out and get a defenseman. Uh, there was I saw on Twitter today the Nashville Predators had scouts in, uh, in Lehigh um, for the Phantoms game I guess yesterday, maybe today I don't really know what I saw. I'm just making shit up. No, I'm not making this up that Nashville was scouting the Phantoms. Um, if they can you know go and get him a Matias home, absolutely do it. Uh, they need to upgrade the defense still. But they have four top four defensemen, and we didn't know if that was the case when the season began. What shutout was more fun yesterday or today? Uh, I just feel good for Carter Hart because um, he needed it. Uh, listen, when the Flyers score and the other team doesn't, it's a good day every single time. Uh, but I just I think Hart just needed this one to kind of bounce back, get his skates back under him and go, right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And hopefully he keeps it up. Ghost being the sole defenseman on the Giroux power play unit is what I needed. Well, yeah, and now they have guys back. Like, I hate using two defensemen on a power play because it's a fucking power play. But when you're limited with all the guys they were missing, all the guys just coming back into a lineup, all the mixing and matching they had to do, you know who's good at the power play? Eric Gustafson. You know who's good at the power play? Shane Goss so, put them out there together. What, you want Nicholas albae Bell out there? I sure as shit don't. Yeah, and I love him. He, he was very good today, too. He's been a lot better uh, lately. But, uh, like, I didn't really have a problem with those two out there together in the power play. But when you have close to your full lineup back, you should have one defenseman. Are we this good, or is Buffalo that bad? Yes. The answer to that question is yes. Got to give credit to our penalty kill for keeping the number one team 0-6 this weekend. Yeah, that was... You know, yesterday they're missing Eichel, so you go, all right. But they don't have their, like, one good player. So... And then today, 0-3 again. So goalie defense, everyone doing a great job on that kill. Kill's starting to come around. Hopefully it's been a disaster. It's been nothing short of a disaster to start this season. So... Hopefully, this is a sign that things are heading in the right direction for the penalty kill. Um, they were just such a difference maker for this team last season. They were so dangerous shorthanded. They scored a bunch of shorthanded goals for the first time in forever. It's it's a necessary element of this team. Like it's kind of they were built to do things like that, and I hope they can get more to the. Uh, uh taking advantage of the other team's mistakes on the power play not just killing penalties but scoring every now and then too i know all stadiums are empty but buffalo seem barren organization is a mess yeah the fact that they have the organ player there really kind of made me laugh jonesy with a funny uh watch out for the flying puck slap shot reference but it was <laughs> i just found it hilarious that the organ player is sitting there playing to an empty arena it just it cracked me up JVR is having a season to make everyone from last year, including myself, eat their words. Where's the thing? Like, JVR, even I got frustrated with him last year. Like, I recognized that he was doing a lot of good things uh, and a lot of things better than he had in the past. However, JVR gets paid to do one thing, score goals, specifically power play goals. Uh, But he gets paid to do one thing, and it is score goals. And he just wasn't scoring enough last year. The puck just, it just for whatever reason, wasn't going in for him. Uh, but I always think of um, Brad Lidge in 2009. I was joking with my friends like on opening day. It was like, you know, Lidge has two years worth of saves to blow. Uh, you know, After he has the perfect season in oh eight, And he did. <laughs> he fell apart. And I always think of regression in that way, both positive and negative. Like, JVR has... Three quarters of a season's worth of goals to score on top of this year's goals, you know, so he's got a uh, he's got some making up to do in terms of just the goals that he puts in, and he's doing it. I think it's it was bound to happen like and later in the year last year, I think he got frustrated. We saw even the coach get frustrated, take him out of the lineup like at a certain point, he stopped playing as well as he was and really was. Uh, frustrated by his lack of ability to put the puck in the net. Um, But he came back, clean slate this year, and he's been awesome. This is the best hockey I've ever seen him play. TK as a dad, he'll be committing property damage with his teenage son. I hope so. That's awesome. That's my goal. I would love to be doing mischief. They don't call it mischief when you're an adult anymore. It's fucking vandalism. (laughs) Yeah, Man, what's more fun than, like, egg in a house, toilet paper in a house, doing all that shit? Like you can't do it anymore. You go to jail. Like you're 32, go home, dude. These next 5 days could effectively decide the playoff picture or these next 5 games could effectively decide the playoff picture. I mean, there's a lot of hockey left. They 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 have like 39, 38 games or something left. I mean, more than that, I don't know. I had the number yesterday. Now my brain is just mush cuz it's back-to-back games. And starting to get kind of hungry, but uh, <laughs> there's a ton of hockey. They need um, having the advantage on the teams that are ahead of them by points, but not points percentage. Using your games in hand to you know effectively bump them down. Like that's definitely important. Like when you have games in hand, you need to take advantage of them against the teams that are ahead of you. You know, in raw total, but not points percentage. That's huge. Uh, But there's so much hockey left, you know? If this is true talent Faraby, the Flyers' top nine wingers are really impressive. TK, Faraby, JVR, Giroux, Limblom, Voracek. Any two of those can be top quality forwards. Oh, top-line quality forwards. That's what this team is. Uh, This team is depth. Do they have a superstar? I mean, what Sean Couturier does is... He has a star-level impact on the game. But is he Connor McDavid? Is he Patrick Kane? One of those guys? No, obviously not. But he does have that level of impact on a game. The Flyers don't have one of those, you know, top-selling jersey in the league sorts of dudes, the guy you put in every highlight package. But, like you said, they have a top-nine stocked with dudes who can play on you know, a top six, a top line. That's what they're built to do. We need to bury the pens the next three games. Nothing would make me happier. Uh, A couple of regulation wins, maybe an OT win in there. Excellent. Coots took over the weekend. He decides when the Flyers start to win. He has an ability to just take it to other teams. When he has a matchup that he can dominate, it's really, it's it's not fair sometimes. Uh, He's... Jean Couturier is the man. I never thought, I never thought he'd be this good. I always knew he was good, and I thought eventually maybe he'd start scoring a little more. I didn't think he'd have the ability to twenty minutes a game dominate, and he does. All right, my dog's starting to go nuts, so we're gonna get a couple more. I don't, I didn't let him down here for this, and that was a mistake. Should have just let him stay downstairs. That was on me pens losing 1-0 that's cool three against the pens one against the caps and sabers each winnable games yeah i mean they're gonna they should i wasn't joking when i said between the outdoor game and the next time they played boston there were 20 games and i wanted a 750 points percentage like i don't think i was being optimistic i think that's just what they're capable of i think they're that good since we are shooting now and still winning, let's talk fashion. Does Moose have the best lid in the NHL? I reckon Carter needs a do-over. Carter can uh, he could he can have a cooler helmet? Absolutely. Moose always has a good one. He's had a bunch of good helmets, I think. Um, I, I I I dig Moose's uh, all of his all of his helmet artwork he's had here. He's been pretty good with it. Uh, oh, you mentioned they're shooting now. I meant to make this joke yesterday, but I'm sitting there watching Shane Gostisbehere's uh yesterday's interview in between periods, and I'm like, this is why nobody wants to shoot the puck. Because maybe they'll score, and then they have to do the Huff and Puff post, post, uh, you know, or the Huff and Puff... Intermission interview where they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was good out there, eh? Uh, yeah, I, I make a pass, I get the pass back, and uh, yeah, shoot, shoot, score, yep, uh-huh." Like they're they're just coming off the ice, they're breathing heavy as hell. I swear that's why none of them want to shoot because they don't want to have to do the fucking interview if the puck goes in. Uh, but it is good, you know, like a uh, thirty-nine shots against the Rangers, thirty-nine shots in the first game against the Sabers, thirty-eight shots today. This is what they need to be doing. Like, again, they don't have a sniper. Maybe Farabee kind of might be one. Uh, but we know they don't have a sniper. They weren't going to shoot, like, 30% for the whole season. They need to be volume. They need to be a volume shooting team. And uh, it- it's working out. All right, guys, we are going to wrap it up there. Um, Back-to-backs takes it out of me. I got it. I got some stuff to do. But thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Uh, Just search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. And boom! Content. Content. Content delivered to you daily. Pretty much-ish. Like, you got enough. You'll have trouble keeping up. Even if it's not every single day, you'll have enough to get by. I promise. Subscribe to Broad Street Hockey. All of your Flyers talk needs will be taken care of. That's a guarantee. Of course, we don't live up to the guarantee. I'm offering nothing in return. So, nah, what, what are you going to do? All right, that's it. Um... I'll be back for, you know, pretty much all the post-games. Don't even know when the next game is, assuming it's Tuesday, because they don't have two days off in a row, uh, you know, for the foreseeable future. So I'll be back, I think, Tuesday for the Penguins game. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. My name is Bill Mats. Until next time, have a great weekend, everybody.